This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back again. This has been Monsignor Schumacher. We're coming to you live from my office in the Church of Corpus Christi, where I am pastor, Father Logan Obergewitch, one of the newly ordained less than a month ago, by my side, Father. It's good being with you, Monsignor. Good to be with you. Good to be with you, Karen. Good to be with you. Thanks for everything. We got our temp board man, uh, Mark McLaughlin, uh, a a, a Shanley Deacon. He's a junior helping us out, getting us on the air. And I'm grateful for um, everyone, and I hope you're having a good day and some way, somehow, uh, open the door of your soul today to our Lord. A good prayer for for every day. I I asked... um, I asked that Kylie come back. Uh, Kylie Harmon is uh, here, um, live in my office. And uh, first of all, Kylie, good morning to you, and I'm happy to see you alive. Thank you. I'm very happy to be alive, and uh, so is the whole for, team. Uh, a while ago, I interviewed uh, four of you. Uh, I interviewed you and Lori, but there were four of you. Here's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the race across America. Uh, these four women, I think you had a backup, but Melanie Carvel, mm-hmm. Lori Klebundi, uh Karen Gardner, and you, Kylie Harmon, uh, you you set out on on June eighteenth to ride across the United States on on your bicycles. Um, it was kind of a relay. Um, you started on the eighteenth. You finished on the twenty fifth. You are one of the four riders uh, in from the Bismarck area, from Bismarck, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you you rode for seven days, eight hours, and seventeen minutes straight. Correct, as you, the team. You, as, the team. You, as a team, you, you rode day and night. Day and night, correct. Uh, and you covered 3,037 miles. Correct. Did you lose any weight? <laughs> Why, can't you what, tell what, from my what, girlish what, what, figure? What, 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 <laughs> uh, I would guess you would have maybe gained some muscle mass. What, what, what was your, did you, did you gain or lose? I don't even I, know I what actually, you weighed. I actually did lose a, a few pounds uh, through it, but I'm thinking I probably gained in muscle mass. But sure. still, either with with all the fatigue, your, the body was just all That's over the place. That's my first question for you. But anyway, tell, tell me how it was now. You uh, And I followed you on my computer. Um, I, I knew all of your stops. I um, it was it was very uh, I remember what your number was and I had it on my uh, th- this race across the Merrick. First of all, tell us about this. So race th- th- this is bigger than I thought it was. It's much bigger. It's much bigger than a lot of people thought of, and a lot of people in North Dakota don't know about race across America. But this was actually its 40th anniversary, and we are the first team from the state of North Dakota to have ever compete in race across America. So we were so very proud to mm-hmm. not only represent the state but also guy home the nonprofit that we were racing to raise awareness and funds for. And so Race Across America is uh, touted as the toughest cycling event in the world. It spans over 3,000 miles. It starts in Oceanside, California, and teams cycle day and night until they cross the finish line in Annapolis, Maryland. Um, All right. Now, uh, uh, there are different groups. There are 
I, I remember this was a, an all-women group. I remember hearing again yeah. and again. So there's obviously co-ed groups. There's there individuals too, right? Yes. Can, can so there were, there were actually 65 teams signed up. And when I say teams, that means the rider, riders, and crew. And so there are 65 total. Um, um, I want to say a majority of them were individuals that were solo riders. So they actually started the Tuesday before the 18th, and they finished around the same time all of the teams started, which the team started on the 18th. And there were two-person teams, there was two two-person teams, and then there were four-person teams and eight-person teams. Of the four and eight-person teams, there were 25 teams total. Um, we were the only all-female team, and the other four-person and eight-person teams were either all-male or male with a couple of females uh, as part of the group. And we were very proud to say that we actually ended up in, um, finishing up 13th out of the 25 Four wow. to eight yeah. person teams. I, I followed you, and mm-hmm. and uh, as an all women team, uh, we were very very proud of that. I was proud of you. Now, so that that's uh, that, that's let's lay this out. Mm-hmm. All right. So on 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 June eighteenth, you you have you have four uh, riders, mm-hmm. and this is a relay. Yep. You have an RV, by the way, you, which crashed. We'll, we'll get around yes. into the ditch. Yes. You you have you have a, a massage therapist. You have a cook. The, 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 once you leave, you're rolling. We're rolling. One, one, one way or another, and you'll, you and <laughs> and I remember. Uh, so so you, so you started out. How how long how long were you on? How long was your relay part? So essentially, what happened is yes, we started out um, as a, a four woman team. The oh, in Oceanside, it was a parade start. So the first around eight miles, we all started together, and then after that is when we kind of broke out into the two different teams. So Karen and Lori, they were the first to take. Um, about a four-hour pull. So each pull between the teams was roughly four hours. Uh, it was based on different distances and elevations. And um, so sometimes it would be like a 90-mile pull, uh, but the elevation was a little bit lower so that you could finish in about like that four- to five-hour time frame. Other times, one of the pulls was only 40 miles, but it had about over 5,000 feet of ascent. So that took almost the four hours because of the total ascent. So essentially, um, Karen and Lori, they were paired up together, and then Melanie and I were paired up together. So when Karen and Lori would ride, uh, they would go for four hours, but they were doing relays. So Karen would go for about a five to seven mile pull. Lori would be about five to seven miles ahead of her on the side of a road with the follow vehicle. And as soon as Karen's wheel passed Lori's, Lori would then take off for her five to seven mile pull. And the pull distances were determined based upon the terrain, the weather, uh, and just, you know, all those different, and the traffic and those different types of factors. Um, Once that, once they got to, which was called the VMP, the next vehicle meetup point, where the RV was at, that's when the teams shifted over. So Karen and Lori, they would be done cycling, and then Melanie and I, we would start our next shift. And so it was typically average about four hours on, of riding and about four hours off. <laughs> uh, I'm talking about the race across America here with uh, Kylie Harmon. Uh, they participated in it, uh, uh, this four women team, and um, uh, it, it's it, it's it's the toughest uh, uh, bike event in the world. Uh, and can I can I say that you're. Th- 
this you're not 25 years old. No, I'm not. <laughs> uh, and so the, 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 this group is. Um, so we're not talking about we're not talking about four kids here. No. Nope. That, that are that are. Uh, well, you are. Some of you are triathletes. You, you're all. Mm-hmm tremendous athletes but but you're not in your 20s no no we actually were categorized in the all-female 50 to 59 division and how they do that is they take the average age of all of the riders and so um, I was the youngest uh, team member um, at the age of 38 and so I I think I helped bring bring our bar down a little bit (laughs) so that we were in the 50 to 59 category. So this this is this is really inspiring to think that you have you have riders in your 30s 40s and 50s Yes. As, as riding across America. Yep. Okay. Um, we're going to take a break. I want to know what your low point was. You can think about that. Uh, there has to be, and you must have thought at least once a day, what am, what am I doing here? Uh, <laughs> you know, because I, I, I so we'll, we'll, we'll get to all okay. of this. Okay. But, but this is, uh, they've completed uh, the world's toughest bike race, the race, race across America. Uh, the, their, their team name was Love, Sweat, and Gears. The only participant from North Dakota. I think it's uh, crazy stuff. They started on June 18th in, in uh, California. They arrived in Annapolis, uh, uh, Maryland on the 25th. This relay was nonstop for seven days, eight hours, and 17 minutes. We're going to talk more about it when we come back. This is Monsignor Schumacher. Mark, let's take a short break as we come up on 42 minutes past the hour. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, I'm Father Chris Alar. In this world of suffering and pain today, we've all experienced some kind of loss, especially the death of a loved one. There's an opportunity for us to still help them, however. And I invite you to please visit our website, suicideandhope.com. If you have lost someone tragically, please enter their name. You do not have to put their full name. You can put initials or a first name or even a nickname. But I will personally pray for each and every person whose name is entered onto that website in memorial. I will also say a Mass every month for these people, imploring God's mercy upon the salvation of their soul. So there is no obligation, there is no cost. All we ask is that you bring your heart and the love that you have for your loved one to our site, list them there, and allow us to pray for them. Again, suicideandhope.com. This is Father Bo Braun from the Diocese of Duluth. It's my second year anniversary as a priest today, so I figured it's a good time to talk a little bit about priesthood and my favorite part about being a priest. You know, it's intense because you just think about where the priest stands. The priest stands, he stands in the place of Jesus Christ. He stands in between the people and God. And uh, that place is a, there's an intensity of life and there's an intensity of love there. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about the, I think the best times as a priest are those moments where God lets you feel that intensity. You know, so the Mass, I would say, is the, is the highest point, obviously, because in the Mass, it's the, it's the most intense prayer from the Son to the Father, and I'm caught up in the middle of that. But yet, I, I give all of that love then to the people, and uh, all through my, my ordinary and, and very little heart.
You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. All right, this is my follow-up on the successful ride of the team named Love, Sweat, and Gears. It's four women. They rode uh, in the race across America, which I wasn't familiar with. And um, this is a big event, 40 years, you said, uh, in, in, in the making. Um, and uh, the first North Dakota participants in the race across America, they rode in relay uh, 3,037 miles in over seven days. Kylie Harmon is one of them, and she's here with me. Kylie, um, what, what was your low point in, in, in the seven days of this? Um, we, uh, one thing people don't realize is that when, when you're resting, you're resting in a moving RV. Mm-hmm. So that this isn't like um, your bed. No. <laughs> no. So so tell us about some of those things. What was it like to? Uh, how, how did how did you rest? And what was your what was your low point? And did you ever think about quitting? So I would definitely say the RV was one of the things to get used to the motion sickness, and it took a good. Uh, 12 to 24 hours in order to do that. There was actually an instance after my very first pull, uh, Melanie and I were in the back of the RV, we're sleeping in the, we're laying down in the bed, and I said, Mel, I think I'm going to throw up. And sure enough, she's like, are you serious? I'm like, yep. And she got me to the toilet, hair back, and was able to help me with the towel and just showing the a team. Moving R- a, a moving RV has to be the worst place in the world to, to, to try and rest in, especially in the back of it. it Well, and you know what? But we were able to adapt, and we knew um, there was no other option. We had to keep moving forward because we were doing this race for um, our cause, Gaia Home, and so we're going to get to Gaia Home in a bit. How many how many hours of sleep do you think you got a day? So essentially, what it turned out was during our four hour rest period, we had to shower, eat, and sleep, and roughly about an hour to two hours during that break, we would get sleep. And it, as the race progressed, it was really hard initially to get sleep, but as the race progressed and the fatigue built up, we were able, when we hit had our um, head on the pillow, we were able to fall asleep for a good hour to Basically two hours. Out your body. Essentially, essentially, the body was like, you know what, I'm done, I need a little bit of rest. The body will shut down. But it was really funny, though, because as we did wake up, then we were reinvigorated and ready to go for our next four-hour pull. It's pretty amazing how the body does adapt. Uh, you asked about the low point, and one of the low points, I would say, was definitely in Illinois and Indiana, um, just because we're so fatigued at that period of time and there was times when the traffic would build up behind us and the rule is that if you get too much traffic behind you and they're not passing you yourself have to stop and you just don't want to because if you stop you don't know if you're going to want to keep going so that was definitely um, one of the low points but there was no way any of us would ever have quit because of a couple things we didn't want to let our teams down we didn't want to let our crew down there were 14 amazing people who were with us on this journey all from a majority from the Bismarck Mandan area, and they gave so much of themselves to be there for us and support. And then to, again, uh, the third thing, again, um, all the people that were back here supporting us uh, and, and cheering us on, and because of the cause for Gaia Home. So uh, let's keep in mind, too, that you're riding on, you're riding on public highways. Correct. The, the, this, the, 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 it's not shut down for you. Nope. And so you got, you got traffic. Yep. And I, I know I've ridden a bike before on the highway, and I, there, there are drivers that are not, you, you, you can tell drivers that have never been on a bike on a highway how they drive. Yep. And then there are just 
bad people out there as well that yes. that, that don't care. Uh, did uh, did you have any close calls, mishaps? There were there were I mean close calls from the perspective. I mean it would it would be very scary when vehicles would drive super fast past you and they would blare on their horn. Um, but you know what? We just we just gave grace to them. Um, there were a couple of times when people would flip us off with the bird and we all got to the point saying, well, they're telling us we're number one. Thank there you, you so very much. <laughs> there you That's go. That's good. That's, that was how we did it. You know, And again, because you have to meet people where they're at and mm-hmm. some people just don't understand what we were doing, but we knew what we were doing this for. Uh, how long did it take you to, to you, you look rested? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you are, but you, you look good. H- how long did it take you to, to recover, so to speak? I would say about, about seven days. As soon as we got back, as soon as we got done and back to Bismarck, my sleep pattern went from, I was in bed by seven o'clock at night and I was waking up at six, six thirty in the morning. And I did that for a good five or so days. And after that, I was pretty feeling pretty good. What were your meals like on the road? Oh, so we did a bunch of food preparation beforehand. We all cooked um, really good, healthy meals and froze them. But then uh, Carol Beiswinger and then uh, Desiree, she's, they're both just awesome. They were like the RV moms. Uh, they would reheat the food for us every single time uh, we needed. As, as we're getting done with our poll, we would message in what we're hoping to have for supper and they're like okay and it was all ready to go for us um and not just us but then the other crew members too every four hours they were feeding people <laughs> and I, I would guess the occasional cocktail was was out, out of oh totally okay, out of question okay, okay, totally so out of question not at all allowed glass of wine so nope. uh, g- give some love to your support staff you you said 14 people were with you yes yes and you, you had a good pr man uh, yes. KX News covered a lot of your. Uh, uh, who who uh, made you successful? So um, definitely, it was the crew. So uh, Lynn and Carol Beiswinger, um, they just know how to do RVs. Um, uh, Marv Lean, he was our mechanic, and he was really on the rider schedule because every four hours he had to make sure the bikes were ready to go. Um, then we had Mike Gardner, Karen Gardner's husband. Uh, he was our crew chief, and I don't know how he did it. All the logistics that he had to pull off. Rhett Paul was the assistant crew chief and helping with all of the logistics and the vehicle meetup points and the, the maps and such. Um, Rev Johnson is Mike's brother. He came from um, Washington, I want to say, and he was just so fun. Uh, um, also here in Bismarck, Kelly Lieben and Justin Harmon. They, Justin Harmon is my husband. Uh, Kelly Lieben, he, they were the media crew. So they mm-hmm. were in the media vehicle driving around getting footage and then Justin uh, was great enough to call into KX News every day to give an update as to uh, where we were at. Uh, Desiree, like I said, she was our massage therapist as well as our cook. Um, And then we had um, Kim Ellis. It was actually, she was the individual who trained with us as the alternate, but we were all healthy upon race start. And so she was a crew member for us. Mm-hmm. Um, Larissa Unruh and then Dan um, Dan McGurin here from Bismarck, they were driver navigators and just a blast keeping us laughing. What's your, what's your bike brand? Oh, bike. Well, we all had different brands. We all had different brands. So anywhere between specialized and um, I want to say it was uh, Cervelo, or specialized in Cervelo were the primary ones. Okay, now all of this was in your effort to raise awareness? Yes. 
and funds for Gaia Home. Yes. And I would say in my mind, you've raised, I've never heard of Gaia Home or this effort here in the local area. Tell us about Gaia Home and and your dreams for it. So uh, currently in the state of North Dakota, there's not a place that specializes in end-of-life care in a true home setting. Um, When people are in need of hospice care, most want to have hospice care in their own private home. However, sometimes it's just not an option for them, whether due to medical concerns or um, other factors. And so the only option for them to receive hospice care if they don't want to receive it in their home or can't receive it in their home is to be in a more um, like a hospital setting or a skilled nursing facility. And so uh, what Gaia Home is proposing to do is fill that gap in care by building a neighborhood of townhomes and community spaces where families can move into, um, they can receive hospice care from a hospice provider, and families don't have to take on that caregiver role that they typically do if they're having care in their own private home. Families could just be families with their loved one um, because Gaia Homes Caregiving staff will be there 24-7 to provide the caretaking task, um, taking that role off what's the your time? What's your timeline for it? So we're hoping to, we, we just launched a $12 million campaign and our hope is that we will have um, the funds raised and ready to go for a public phase at the end of next year so that we're building and breaking ground on an operational 24 of 25. So are, are, do you have to do this every year? No, keep, we to, do not to, have to do to, to keep awareness for... So our, my question, are you going to do it again? Uh, you know what? We all said that there's no way you can recreate the magic that our team was and had during this event. And if we ever try to do it again, it would be a total letdown. Um, and the, the team was just so wonderful. And that's what I am most grateful for is because we knew being a new nonprofit guy at home, we needed to get our name out there in a big way. And this was a really big way. And it has done what we were hoping to, it would do is to mm-hmm. raise the awareness for Gaia Home as we set out on leadership and, phase. And when I, when I look campaign. at you, Kylie, and, and, and when I reflect on what you've done, you know, I think of my own life personally, and yeah, I can exercise every day. Yeah. If you went seven days straight, mm-hmm. I, I can do a 30-minute walk a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, an hour, an hour walk, elliptical time. Yep. I think you're you're an inspiration to uh, to to all of us to uh, to keep moving as long as we can. All the whole team, wonderful inspiration, and just to show that doesn't matter what your age is, if you set your mind to it, you can do it. And it's little baby steps at a time. We didn't start Race Across America. This was not not our first rodeo. It took us time to build up to being able to do it. You, and, you trained. Yes, and you trained at night. Yes, you we train changing tires at night. <laughs> yeah, yep. Which you had to do. Yes, yes. Um, our uh, other crew members, uh, Katie, um, well, Jazzy and Sancho, that's their nicknames. They're the ones that ended up having to change multiple flat tires. I'm very grateful to them. All right. Well, uh, Kylie Harmon, um, a, a member of the team entitled Love Sweating Gears, uh, they participated in the race across America. Their, their relay of all women, four women, completed 3,037 miles in seven days and eight hours. And I congratulate you. Thank mm-hmm. you for uh, visit us from time to time. Mm-hmm. Give us an update on Gaia Home. Thank you. And uh, it's been a great story. The only uh, North Dakota participants in the race across America. Yes. How can that be? And maybe we can talk about that later. But anyway, congratulations for being the first. I'm glad you're alive. And um, it's, an, it's, it's, a, 
it's a heck of a story, Father. Mm-hmm. Uh, so g- get four priests together. <laughs> uh, maybe we can have priest teams compete. Uh, yes. Some can be on motorcycles. Yeah, we w- we, do, we wouldn't actually have an official I'll, group. I'll, but. I'll do PR, okay? I'll, okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Kylie Harmon, for being here. And give our best to the rest of your riding team, Melanie Carvel, Lori Klabundi, and Karen Gardner. We'll do. Glad you're alive and well. And thank you for all you, the prayers. You, you look no worse for the wear. <laughs> thank okay? you. Okay. As we come up on 57 minutes past the hour, we're going to do a review of our next show. Mark, what do we got coming up? On the next Real Presence Live, Monday, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, Brad Gray and Brandon Clark are your hosts, coming to you live from the Fargo studio. Dan Dimite from the Damascus Catholic Mission Campus will present a show that will revive your relationship with Christ. Then, Andy Griffith will be on to answer the question, what is the role of pro-life men in a post-role world? Also, Jason Everett will discuss teaching our kids the truth about gender. All that and much more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live, Monday, 9 to 11 a.m. Central. All right. Mark, thank you for everything. Um, Let me ask, Kylie, have you been to a Larks game? Uh, Yes, I have been to a Larks game. I'm taking my staff, and I got a picture here from the Tribune of uh of finn the bat dog i i i uh, dad dad took our family to uh to the larks game here in bismarck which is good baseball which is good for the soul and uh, on the fourth of july we 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 watched the game and, and here and he here here's a bat dog he, he's he's a belgian molinois which is like a belgian shepherd he runs out and gets the bat it's the darndest thing i ever saw well if the little princess bribri our four-legged shih tzu were to be there she'd be chasing that ball <laughs> yeah. uh father will be there as well i'm taking my staff to the game friday night uh i decided we got to get out and do some summer stuff because winters are just too long here so we'll be there karen Solinsky, thank you welcome and uh, i want to thank all of our listeners as well it's been another fun show on real presence live which is in your upper midwest real presence radio network it's extensive and it's all supported by our listeners and we're grateful i hope you have a continued good day going if it's uh, got a slow start i hope it gets better and as we turn over to uh, our lord and everything remember in today's gospel how we give without counting the cost and we always give because we've received and and whenever I host these shows, I've just um, I receive a lot personally, indeed. So I'll be back with you at some time uh, for today. Uh, enjoy the rest of our programming, which um, never ends. And as we end the hour, I hope you have God's blessings with you. And remember that our lives are passing quicker than we can imagine. So enjoy your. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live. Local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.